Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, Terry. I'm doing better than I was doing before, but I'm okay now. So. Okay, uh, Mike, okay. Okay, Mike's here. Mike's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw your post this morning. I saw yeah, your post this morning. You said you weren't feeling know. well. Yeah, brother, yeah. too good. But Marcus Anderson's on, so I got to suck it up. <laughs> My boy's on tonight. <laughs> oh, man, appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right, well, if you'd like to join us um, in the chat room, and it would help if I open the chat room, go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Marcus Pitcher, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Saxophonist Marcus Anderson is back with his fifth solo release called Style Meets Substance. And welcome back, Marcus. Thanks, thanks, Terry. Uh, great to be back. So, Mike, I was I was telling Marcus before he came on that he's got to be the busiest man in smooth jazz right now because dude is traveling everywhere. He's everywhere. Yes, and they they just tore up Hollywood recently, right? Yeah, we did. Um, we did some shows in Hollywood with Arsenio, uh, Arsenio Hall. That was pretty cool. There was a Prince takeover for the whole show, so we literally took over the whole uh, <laughs> everywhere. And we uh, we went into the wardrobe room, started putting on clothes and wigs, and was walking around. So it was literally a, a takeover. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I I watched that. That was a lot of fun. And that Liv Warfield, that girl is bad. Oh yeah, she's bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's really. I, I enjoyed her a lot. But you guys, yeah, you literally, literally took over the stage, and um, had a great time. It was a great show. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Arsenio was really cool. Oh, I bet. I bet. Okay, so, Marcus, what I would like to start off with first is the um, title of the CD, Style Meets Substance, and kind of break yeah. it down. Um, first of all, start with style. Now, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas, uh, Nick Colleone has been known or is known as the best-dressed man in smooth jazz. But I think you were giving him a run for his money. Not no more. That's like Marcus Anderson. Okay. Boy, that's no. No, man. I take – I take. I thought, I, look, look, I thought Nick wear some colors. Marcus wear some colors now. Man, oh I, learned, I learned from the best. Nick, uh, Nick Coleone, man, that can't – I don't even come close to his, his closet. You know, I still got a little small – you know, closet. I try to fit everything in. Well, actually, I'm, I ran out of space, and my clothes are overflowing into my bedroom now, and in suitcases. So, Nick Leon, I don't, I don't travel with as much luggage as he does. He has like four suitcases of luggage and all that. So I, I only, only travel with three. Wow. <laughs> and you know, Terry, it's funny because every time I see Marcus, first thing I ask him, I'm like, Yo, man, uh, where you get that from? <laughs> The first thing okay. I ask is the boys always looking good, always looking sharp. Like I said, I'm I'm just you know, I'm I'm like, you know, style is that's that's Marcus's middle name now, style, okay? Mm-hmm. The boys are looking good. <laughs> yes I'm, indeed. I'm, I, I have to say that myself. I'm on your website and I'm looking at these pictures and I have to say this blue outfit Uh huh. I love that blue outfit. That <laughs> is hot. I love that. A lot of people like that outfit. It's pretty cool, you know. Um, with the yeah. concept of the album I wanted to do uh, something that was pretty different from what you normally see for a smooth jazz record. And, I, I mean, I had racked my brain about this for a long time because that's the hardest thing. Like, what, you know, uh, graphically am I going to go with as far as ideas? And usually I usually take a, um, like, a type of canvas or something and use it as 
maybe like a backdrop and maybe I'll try to clue it in a little bit of the picture. But with me taking the pictures, I wanted to say, what if I just had any, like no color? And I said, what if I just had black and white? And the whole album was going to be in black and white as far as the photos. Mm-hmm. And then um, I said, well, maybe I just, if I just started with just doing a pocket square. And I said, well, maybe if I had a shirt that was in color, maybe we take <laughs> everything out except for my shirt and my horn and that being color. And you know, maybe it was, it was just so many different ideas I kept going with. Uh, and that's how we came up with a lot of the concepts for the pictures and for the style and everything, you know. But and you, you asked me about the name of the song or the name of the CD, uh, Style Me Substance. You know, like Mike and you said earlier, people like always talk about style and talk about Nick Coleon and they talk about me. You know, I've always been known for a guy that, you know, that, that dresses very well at his shows and, and is the entertainer. But, you know, a lot of times I ran into the thing of, like, people don't say enough about the music, which is the substance. So mm-hmm. I created an album, you know, that musically it does a lot of different things as creative, and it shows my versatility as a musician and as a producer and as an artist. And uh, that's what we, we pr- pretty much did, you know, the style where it meets substance, you know, the style being me, my entertainment side and the substance being the music. And, you know, now that you mentioned that, I, I, and the way you explained it, I do want to go back because I know one at one point you had some other smooth jazz artists who had a thing with you doing uh, things differently from the way the norm, you know, uh, with your dancing and the different style that you, you use when you're on stage as far as your stage uh, presence and things like that. And and. I don't want to mention you. You know who it is, and Terry knows too. We, but well, we don't want to mention the guys, the, the artist's name. But how have they, or other artists, come around to kind of see that the way that you're doing things is really helping the genre? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, what it was when, when whoever that artist was, artist was that you know, or numerous artists that talk about it. Like I've had conversations and several conversations to this day. Uh, they, they should remain nameless. We're really, we're really cool, you know. And I think what he was trying to say um, got misinterpreted. A lot of people, you know, gave him backlash about it. And uh, I didn't really think about it too much until, you know, other people kept saying, well, you should say something, you should do this. And I'm like, well, I don't really have to defend myself because I'm looking at it from his point of view. He's coming from a different day and age where music was like the focus. But now music is the focus, but music is kind of secondary. So you have to grab the people and the listeners' attention at the show and do give them visuals, you know. But luckily for me, I love to dance, you know, and that's a visual. So I can do that. I can entertain and not per se like dance the whole entire show, but I can I can imply music to my show. And I'm sorry, I can imply dancing to my show along with the music, you know. So when, when they said what they said, it was just kind of like, man, people went off it. it like 300 comments and 400 comments and 500. I'm like, man, this thing is kind of going crazy. So, I mean, I, I finally said something, and it, it, it wasn't in defense. It was kind of explaining what I do and why I dance while I play or why I entertain the way that I do. That's just who I am. You know, that's my personality. Anyone that knows me is not gimmicky. You know, in a lot of day and age, I understand totally what he means by it because you got a lot of artists that do things that can't really play their horn, that can't really play a major scale like that or even know how to spell out a major scale. You know, I'm sorry, or a major chord, you know, or any type of try or anything. They just play, they entertain, they, you know, play the horn, they hold notes, or they bang on keys, or whatever they do. You know, it's just, you can't really, like, take some things to heart, some people may say. But then mm-hmm. when you text in, or it, how many times have you text someone and it's been misunderstood? Well, that's mm-hmm. not what I meant to say, you know. So it's kind of the same way. If a person didn't say it, you don't know what the feeling and emotion was behind it, you know, it's all in how you listen to it, you know, and all in how you read and interpret it. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, We have a phone call, area code 727. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello? Hi, what's your name? Hi, uh, I'm Kyle. I think I called uh, when BK was on, too. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, I remember you. How are you, man? Good, how are you? I'm great. I'm great, man. Just uh, trying to rest before the end of the day, finishing up some music. <laughs> nice. I um, I just want to say, like, I've been getting really into like some of your music, like the uh, Now album. Mm-hmm. I just love how every single song is so like different and awesome. 
I'm, I'm just going to lay it out there. But oh, thanks, it's, man. It's awesome, and I'm I'm kind of starting to work on my own stuff. And you have any suggestions for like, you know, like writing songs, uh, mainly? Uh, with, I would um, say uh, I would say more so listen to um, you know music that you enjoy. You know, most people try to listen to what's out there in the genre. And that's mm-hmm. kind of like a bad thing, I think, because you're comparing yourself when you do that. You may not know it, but subconsciously you're comparing yourself like, I should sound like this, I should sound like that. You should really try mm-hmm. to sound like music that you enjoy. You know, So anytime mm-hmm. you're creating or writing a song, if you don't have something that inspires you from within, listen to some of the people you may like, whether it may be John Legend, John Mayer, you know, Maroon 5, Stevie Wonder, Prince, Michael Jackson, whoever. Listen to it, and that sometimes that that allows you to, you know, to, it sparks an idea. And you say, oh, that's cool. I like how they did that. Because for me, I'll hear an idea that something may, someone may have done, and it, it'll cause me to write a whole song just from two notes, you know, and just something like that. So I would say do that. And don't really listen to other people when it comes to what they play and what they do. Look at, listen to it as in, like, this is where I should be on my level, but not for like, copying or trying yeah, yeah. to say, I want to be no, like your this own person. style. Yeah, yeah. Create, you know who Kyle is, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right. Are you um, are you going to Seabreeze this year? No, I won't be at Seabreeze this year. There's something going on that weekend I have. I think there's a festival, another festival I'm at. But uh, I really wish I could go, but I won't be at Seabreeze this year. Well, maybe next year. We'll see what happens. All right. Cool. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you, man. Thanks for calling, Kyle. No problem. Thank you. All right. right, Okay, so Marcus, who, um, I don't have the credits for the CD, so tell us who's on the CD with you. Oh, man, we have a lot of different people, but for many people that I know, you know, a lot of, some musicians go and they they try to get a featured artist on there, you know, like whoever it is, a major name. Uh, Me, there's so much talent that I know, like people that aren't established artists per se, but great musicians that live in North Carolina or somewhere in the U.S. that I know. So I decided to use them on this album. And I've been working a lot with Prince the past two years. So I decided to use so many musicians in that camp, you know, from the horn players to uh, some of the rhythm section, you know, the bass player and, you know, one of his um, former uh, organ keyboard players. And that's, you know, who I used for, you know, most of the records, some of those guys. And I got a drummer that played with Frankie Beverly and Mays. He's on the album playing drums for a couple of songs. My own drummer here in North Carolina, my own guitar player, my own bass player, and just so many different guys. And you have a mixture of of the gospel and the smooth jazz and the rock and the funk. And there's so many different uh so many different styles, so many different genres on here. That I was like, man, let me just mix it up and try to grab everybody I can because I know so many musicians. It's like, man, ah, i got to get everybody on here. But it's almost mm-hmm. impossible. You know, I know so many musicians, so I just kind of pick and choose. And, you know, of course, Nicholas is on there. You know, of course. Playing. Yes. Yeah. My guitar yeah, player, definitely. Showcase, he's, he's on there. He's always been with me, you know, shoot, since the beginning pretty much. Okay. Now, uh, I always want to ask because I want to go back to Cal because Marcus, you've been an inspiration and kind of a, a lot of younger artists are looking up to you now. When did you first know that you kind of was getting to that point where the younger generation mm-hmm. guys like Cal and even like Nicholas was starting to look up to you and and how do you kind of uh, uh, deal with that now and knowing that so many younger guys are kind of coming to you for advice like that? Um, I think I noticed it like two years ago. There was a um, a band over in London or the UK, somewhere around there, and they had covered one of my tunes from my second album. Uh, they had covered actually two of them, and I couldn't believe that people were covering my music. You know, the younger generation listening to it, like they think it's funky enough to record it, learn it with their band, then record it, then take the time to post it on YouTube, like. I'm thinking, man, I just came out with this album. Why are people covering this, my music? Like, who am I? And said, wow, well, now I have a demand that's been placed on me because I'm now responsible for what people listen to. You know, you have younger generations listening to what I do and that kind of serving as a template for what they do. So I can't, I can't no longer just put together a song and just throw it together and put it out on the album. I have to really 
be responsible, be held accountable for all the music that I put, the in, the interpretation and, you know, how I feel, you know, like the professionalism, everything. It's it's like it's kind of overwhelming at times because <laughs> now you know people are listening, really listening, and people right. are, you know, saying, oh, I'm checking out what he played here. And sometimes they're like, man, well, I can't play that because someone will notice this. And sometimes it, it gets me kind of nervous. <laughs> at home, like no, I can't do that. Or I need to. I'm too. I'm critiquing it too much to where it takes the fun out of it. But like, I mean, it's it's just really cool, you know, to say the least. You know, I can go on and on and on about it. But um, I guess in other words, it's I'm I'm held responsible now for what people listen to, and that's not to say that you know it's a duty or a task. But I just know that the younger generation is listening, and what I do is gonna set the pace for a lot of people after me and such, you know, such the same as for Eric Darius or, or Vincent Ngawa or anyone else, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I have another phone call. Area code three, three, six. Welcome to talking smooth jazz. Yeah. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Good. Marcus? How are you? I'm doing hey, what's good. Going on? I'm doing Mark. It's Tyson. Uh, see, how you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Tyson? Not much, man. I just have me on Facebook and seen the link, and I said, oh, you know what? Let me call in. Let me, let me listen and <laughs> call in. <laughs> so just want to let you know uh, congratulations on the album. Like I said, you know thanks. I got a first one for you, and I'm definitely going to be getting this one. So, Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I haven't talked to you in a while, man. I hope everything's going well for you. Yeah, it's going all right, man. I had a couple, you know, bumps in there, but everything, you know, good, so. Yeah, you know, I pray everything goes well for you, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, yeah definitely appreciate it. Now, you know, I'll be waiting for the uh, autographed copy in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you. Come to the city release concert March 28th in Durham. Okay, cool, cool. I'll uh, definitely let everybody know. You know how I do. I try to make sure, you know, that I let people know about what you do. You know, definitely support, so. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Definitely. So that's all, all right. I want to say. All right, thank well, you. Yeah, I'll definitely Tyson. Tyson, I'm sorry, Tyson. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm keep listening now. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Tyson. All right. Area code, area code 601. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hello. How you doing? I'm hey, good. Yes. How are you? What's your name? Ollie. This is Ollie. Oh, hey, Ollie. Hey. Uh, I just wanted to call in. I'm just a fan of Marcus, and I love the Now album, and I can't wait till next week to hear the new one. I heard a little bit of it on uh, iTunes. Here. You know, they pay about a minute of it, but I can't wait to hear the whole thing. Keep on oh, doing hey, what man. you Well, I think you're going to like it, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate, you know, your support and the anticipation. It's kind of cool to hear that, you know, people anticipating the album, man. Thank you, yeah. Arlen. Keep on mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. Oh, thank you, man. All right. Thanks for calling, Ollie. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Right. We welcome to the chat room, Oddly Reed, and we have a guest in the chat room. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Marcus Pitcher, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. All right, Marcus, we're going to get into some music. The first song I'm going to play is Just Like Me. Tell me about this one. song Just Like Me, I wrote... Um I was talking to Nicholas. I said, hey, man, I need a song that's just funky, fast, and it got the influence of Prince and Michael rolled up into one. <laughs> and I want though, I want a horn section to play the song with me, but I wanted to play it just like me. <laughs> so basically, uh-huh. there, there's a horn solely in here where I played a solo, and I wanted all the horns to play the solo just like me. So that's that song, Just Like Me. Ah, okay. So from Marcus' new CD, Style Meets Substance, this is Just Like Me.
All right, Just Like Me from Marcus brand new CD, Style Meets Substance. That is scheduled for release on March 25th. Um, all right, I have another phone call. Area code 206, welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. Hi, it's me. <laughs> um, hi, it's, hi, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marcus. Hi, Terry. Um yeah, I'm listening. I'm hearing something completely different. So, can you edit this call? No, uh, okay. So, hey, news. So, hey, this is news. There. As you know, you no, are banned from Marcus, calling into the Marcus. show. <laughs> Apologize to the show. It's me. I snuck in. Uh, <laughs> hey, Marcus. I just want to give these huge congratulations on the CD. Uh, my big question is, how are you writing your CD launch with the NPG? You know, because, you know, they're just, y- y'all are flaming. Totally. Mm-hmm. Wait, actually, wait, take that out there, flaming. Okay. Well, you know what I mean, but, you know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Well, you know what I mean. But, you know, so how is that with, you know, launching the CD, which is a total crazy insanity, just launching your own CD and writing the wave of MPG? It's, it's exactly what it sounds. It's a wave because, <laughs> You know, like Liv Warfield released her record last month, and then I'm releasing mine this month. And, you know, Prince is working on releasing the album sometime this year. You know, so we've already recorded that, you know. But, like, as far as my solo stuff, I, you know, I sent an email and, you know, let, you know, Prince and everyone know that, hey, you know, I'm still going to be playing with you guys, but I'm, I got this new album I'm working on. It's coming out this year. As much as I can, I'm gonna juggle playing, doing my solo stuff, and playing with, you know, Prince. So there's a wave of up and down, and you know, roller coaster. Like, all right, we're going out. Oh man, we're going out. Now I got these dates in between. Like, am I gonna be able to make them all? Like, how, how's it, you know, gonna affect what I'm doing with Prince? How's Prince gonna affect what I'm doing for solo wise? Because this is kind of a big comeback record for me. Um, luckily, he's been very supportive of what I've, you know, what I've done and what I'm doing. You know, and I, I really just like, you know, everything that's happening right now. And uh, I'm not really trying to plan too much outside of what I already have going on for my solo stuff. When Prince calls, I make it possible to where I can do his stuff and mine. And so far, everything is working out knock on wood. I pray everything still does, you know, as far as Essence Festival and anything else we got going on. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Now, 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 with the CD being complete. Has he heard any of your music, or have you given given him an advance copy already? I was so nervous. I sent him one song. <laughs> I sent him one song, and, you know, he gave me some good feedback and uh, what he thought, you know. And that, to me, that's that's better than anything, you know, for him to, like, respond and say, hey, this is what I think. You know, like, I, I, I'm game. Like, I, I, I would love to do it for the whole record, but I'm – I'm just afraid he'll pick it apart and just say, hey, well, don't do this, do it that way. And maybe I'm being, uh, you know, too critical of my own stuff. But I just, mm-hmm. when you're dealing with, a, you know, a musical genius and someone that just knows and hears so many different ways to rearrange and arrange a song, you know, like you feel like what you do is less than what he is. But he's been, surprisingly, he's been very, very supportive, you know, of, you know, what I thought. You know, I thought he was going to really say and tear, you know, the song like the pieces, but he, he was gave me his feedback and, you know, I think he's going to like what's coming out because there's a lot of his influences on this album and a lot of his influence is going to be on my future stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Muse, do you have any more questions? Oh, I have a whole bunch, but you know me. Um, I probably <laughs> should not. Yes. <laughs> no, you know, I, I just, no, I just, find, I, I, you know, from my standpoint, I look at it and go, dang, you know, you're like blowing it up with MPG, which is phenomenal. And I give, you know, I gave you my kudos. Come on, I give you my kudos on that. But then you have your own style. So how do you, how do you jump from the MPG wave, we'll call that a wave, the marketing wave of MPG, write that all you can, yet then you have your own style with your own CD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess the more, like the whole thing with MPG, like it's it's very cool because you know with playing with Prince and Third Eye Girl and MPG and Live, like all of those things kind of like tie in together. So Live's fans, you know, follow me and they check out my stuff, and same thing for my fans for Live, and same thing for MPG and Third Eye Girl and Prince. So it's only helping 
what I'm doing, you know. Like, I went to London to do some shows with Prince. He flew me out to play with a girl, a rock band. And um, I went over there and came back, you know, I gained, like, 500 followers on Twitter. Like, that, like just that wow. fast from doing a couple of shows over there. And it's like, I, my following on Twitter was, you know, it was not that much. But then over there, like, I just gained 500 just from doing, you know, like a feature spot with them. Like, that was that was pretty cool. You know, Prince didn't have to do that, but he did that little bit to kind of help me out with the album and other stuff and kind of make it be creative and do just so many different things. So, yeah, the, that whole thing, you know, just the whole marketing side of it, like I haven't put, you know, a whole bunch into it financially because, I mean, I'm an independent artist. So, but what right. I have put into it and what I've invested, I've spent smart money, you know, and I've made strategic moves when it came to getting my music out there, and I'm going to continue to do that, too, along with the music video and the promo video and all that other stuff. Yeah, love the music video, by the way. But let's yeah, yeah. that later. But, but now that I want to ask that. you, jumping on that, with the marketing thing, with these solo shows that you're having, are you marketing them as Marcus Anderson, member of NPG, I guess, like with music scene, or is this still just Marcus Anderson? Does he let you guys put that with your – you're doing solo stuff like member of new power generation or how are you yeah. doing it? Yeah, it's um, got, you got to be very careful when doing that. You know, you don't want to use okay. it too much, but then you don't want to use it to where like that's all people know you by. You right. know, but you, know, you don't want to use it because Prince uses that for his brand. You know, and I have my own brand too. I'm associated with it, so people will mention it, and it'll be sometimes tagged in maybe a text, or it'll be said. But I don't try to use it too much to, you know, say, you know, oh, I play with Prince. Now you got to hire me to play and you got to pay me X amount of dollars. No, I'm still Marcus Anderson, the artist, and I'm still trying to build my brand. Now, what he's done, what Prince has done, that's still a part of me. No one can ever take that away from what I've experienced. And I just try to be careful to not, you know, play the Prince card too much, you know, because a lot of right. people, you know, can do that. And I just want to be smart in how I do it, that's all. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Yeah. Better than me, because I'll be using it all the time with all the ladies. <laughs> I play, baby. Crazy, I play with NPG. I play with NPG, baby. How you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, Mike. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, man. You still there? Okay. I'm going to put you on, on, on mute, Muse. All right. So, what? Marcus, I want I wanted to ask you about um, a while ago why, when, when you were putting the CD together, you were looking for an harmonica, a harmonica player, um, and mm-hmm. you weren't able to find one. But did you still use the song? Is it on the CD? I didn't because the, the idea and the concept of the song, um, the type of style that I'm looking for, I haven't quite found that yet. You know, okay. and um, me and Fred Yane talked for a little bit, but we, we just never got to hook up with getting him on my album. Okay. But um, we are going to do some work together in the future. We did do uh, like a festival or a show together with Alvin Kills, and that was uh, that was pretty cool to be on the same festival with him. But um, that song's still coming, you know. Not um, it's not out the way. It's just kind of table for now. I have so many songs that I'm working on, you know, some with different instruments and being creative. So you know, you you can expect some other things other than a harmonica in the future. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was going to be my, my question with you just answering part of that. Uh, are there songs that you've written already or that didn't make the CD? I mean, how many songs didn't make oh, yeah. the CD? Yeah, there was a ton of songs that didn't make it. I mean, for this particular album at the time, I had about 40 songs written and done. And wow. the hard, yeah, the hardest part was trying to figure out, man, I want to put a lot of this music on there because I've been writing and sitting on it for so long, but... I just narrowed it down to 20 and then narrowed it down from 20 to, you know, top 12 or 13, you know, and that's pretty much what I put on the album. Like, I I wanted more, and then I wanted less, but I'm like, oh, this would flow with the album so well. I just kind of pulled away from it, you know, and said, well, let me hold these for another record that it may fit better with. Wow. It's going to be hard trying to make that, that decision of what goes on. Um, it is. You, very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so Oddly Reed is in the chat room, and he has made a comment saying that I have enjoyed this brother's plan for a good while. And Mikey says hello to you, and a good, great question uh, concerning the marketing of the new CD. Okay, um, I'm going to play the next song, um, All About You, and Marcus has released a video for this song. So tell me about this, Marcus. 
Yeah, there's a music video tied in with the song because the whole concept came from, like, I needed to create something or I wanted to create something modern and kind of up to date. It has the new pop feel, and but it was mixed with a little bit of a smooth jazz vibe or contemporary jazz. And I talked to Netflix about it, and I said, hey, let's come up with an idea where we can do this. You know, I sent a couple of artists this way as far as songs, and he said, okay, I got you. So we combined our heads together, and then we wrote the song all about you. And the music video concept was about me being working on the road and working all the time and not really having time to be with anyone in a relationship. But, you know, it's a fictitious story, but it's about me and a girl being in a relationship and me taking the time of the day to really spend with her and have a nice evening or afternoon coffee restaurant just to, you know, to go out on a nice, beautiful, sunny day. You know, it's all about her. So the song All About You came. And what's the lyrics? What are the lyrics? Uh, all about the way that I feel when I look in your eyes. Your love is like a drug, except it's a natural high. I love the way you laugh, and I love the funny way that you kiss. Uh, I love every moment with you, especially the moments like this, because it's all about you. So. All right, all about you. All about you from Marcus Anderson's new CD, Style Meets Substance. And you can see that video on YouTube, so definitely go check that out. Really nice video. Yeah. Where was that yeah, shot? That was, video. Yeah. That was uh, we shot it in Durham, North Carolina, near a skate park. You know, that's where the. If you look at the video, you'll see there's a uh, there's a uh, skate ramp, and then there's a guy that kind of sneaks into mm-hmm. the video. He does like a little yes. move and gets it. And then I was funny. <laughs> it would have added to the shot, you know. 
Yeah, and Marcus even added his little little dance moves in the video yeah. as well. So. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know that. that. I ain't going to mention that. See, you sell that <laughs> mention that one. Oh, you know, hey, you know I'm a dance, man. You know that. You can expect me. Hey, look, but, but sorry, I got I to gotta do this out here. The boy danced. They did his last thing, but then after everything, he would grab that damn backpack. I'm like, what's in that damn <laughs> backpack? Off. He's rapping. Yeah. Man, I don't even want to. I only want to go into that part. That was a, a choice by uh, the editor of the video. I told him we don't need to use that shot more than once, but he decided. That was to throw cool. It no, no. Times. I mean, I mean, I mean, it was cool. You know, I got a joke with you that thing, but I'm like, what is in that damn backpack? That boy got keep grabbing that damn backpack. But no, but I love the video. <laughs> the video was hot, though. I love the video. The video was hot, Thank man. Yeah. Very nice video. Yeah, are you yeah. planning on doing any more? Yeah, in the future. You know, we'll see what yeah. happens. I don't know when, but I'll, I'll probably do another one. Okay, all right. So now, I, I, but, um, but now, but before we go back to that, but mm-hmm. I mean, I really like the fact that you did a video to one of your songs because you know, I mean, you don't, you don't see too many uh, artists now, period, that do a lot of videos anymore. You know. And it's, you know, back in the day, that's all we had was music video connection and different things like that. Before an instrumental artist like yourself to do one like that, that was very, very sharp and very nicely done. I, I like it. So, you, yeah, I would advise to do some more. I like that. I agree. Thanks, man. Like yeah, it. yeah. Thank yeah, you. I agree. So what's happening with you and the Sax Pack? Um, Sax Pack, we just got the phone with uh, Jeff Koshua earlier. We got shows coming up. It's really cool. Um, we're finishing up the album. Seriously, we are finishing up this time. <laughs> and, uh, we're man, we got the ideas, you know, going and we're completing the melodies. David Mann is putting his final touches on some of the stuff. So that's very exciting. And everything is sounding just so amazing. Like, I like my record, but the Sax Pack record is going to be so different, so retro, so smooth. And I know, I know people are going to love it. And it's going to be like, wow, the Sax Pack. Is that bit, David but... Mann, the keyboardist? David Mann, the keyboardist, Horn Arranger, all that stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's a great artist in himself. I love him. Yeah, he's really good. Mm, well, good to see. Hopefully, yeah. You David guys David Mann see. is amazing. Okay. Now, um, um, Steve and and uh, Jeff were here with um, Joaquin a couple of uh-huh. weeks ago, maybe last month or so ago. But so hopefully, you guys will come back. You know, with you, I'm hoping. Keeping my fingers crossed yeah. at Aliante. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. able to do that show. Right. I, I really wanted to. I think uh, we have some stuff going on at NAMM, and then Prince has some other things going on too. But this year I'll be back, you know, doing a lot of sax pack stuff. And then the ones I can't do, I know they got Jaquim doing a lot of stuff too. So that would be, be really cool because the sax pack isn't just one, you know, like one group of guys. You know, there's we kind of all share it together. You know, you have some of the main people that are always in there. You got Jeff Kashua and you have Steve Cole. You know? Right. Right, but uh, right. still, you got me and Joaquin kind of double-dutching it together, you know. Okay. All right. I'm cool. going to get in one more song before we let you go. And, okay. Uh, let's see. Well, let me, let me okay. ask one question. One more, one more yeah, thing. Yeah, go ahead. I know everything that we've listened to so far has been sax. Uh, we know that you are a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, any of these songs that you have uh, uh, playing flute primarily? Yeah, I do. There's um, There's a couple of them where there's flute stuff in the background and there's uh like at the end of a song like there isn't like a main song where it's like flute straight from top to bottom but you in okay. between the parts you hear a flute and it's acting as like the background parts as far as uh the sax would and you just got to listen to the whole album to hear the flutes in it so uh, i didn't want to do you know the flute uh as I did in my previous record, I'm trying to jump around and do so many different things and not repeat a pattern that I did in the previous record. So you'll hear some different uh, different things with the flute done and those that you haven't heard done before with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, the song All About You, is that the only one you're singing on? Uh, No, there's like one I'm doing some background stuff and then another one is, you know, some other background stuff. But as far as... As a main song with a main chorus, yes, that is the only one. And but there's another song on there that's got some pretty cool background vocal stuff. Okay. All right. The next song is "No Worries." Tell me about this one. No worries. Uh, I wrote that one years ago. I was riding on Interstate 26 in South Carolina, and this song on the way down popped in my head on the way to this gig, and and all I can remember is just you know. This this line is da 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 da. That's all that kept coming into my head, and then the song developed over time. And I remember I was wearing, 
you know, about certain things that were going on. And at that particular moment, I didn't have any worries. You know, everything just felt great. I didn't care, you know, about what was happening in life, and I didn't care about anything else that, you know, may have went wrong. It was, just, And I remember I, I called a flat tire. Go, I remember I had called a flat tire going down, and then I fixed it, you know, or I put the, the spare on, but I still didn't worry. You know, I, everything just kind of just felt great, you know, so that's why I just named the song No Worries. All right, from style meets substance, no worries.
I love that. I absolutely that nice. love that song. Very that was nice. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and the guitar on that. Who's who's playing the guitar again? That's my guy, Showcase. He put, you oh know, he plays Anthony Hamilton and Tamia. But yeah, that's my guy. Wow. That was called No now, Worries. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was hot. Now speaking mm-hmm. about your guys, now you got this uh C D release party coming up on the twenty eighth. Now we mm-hmm. know that you play with MPG, Satisfy, but please tell the people about your band. Because I know Mark when Marcus plays with his band, them guys kill Terry. Those are some spectacular artists. He had a showcase. Uh, the guy on bass, I forgot his name, uh, Nicholas plays some time in um, uh, Mr. Everett that plays drums. So please tell him about your band, man, your live band. Yeah, my live band, I got, you know, Nicholas from time to time will play keys for me, but I got another guy named uh, Bertrand Curtis. He uh, he plays piano for me. Um, for the city release, there's another guy I work with. His name is Chris Evans. He'll be playing uh, keys and acting as a co-MD for the city release. And, of course, you know, Showcase will be there on guitar. And Demetrius Everett, we call him Meat. He plays drums, and he's uh, he's coming out with his album too. He's been working on a lot of music. And my bass player, my um, original bass player, a guy named A Love. You know, he won't he won't be there, but we got another guy that played on the uh, Spirit of Norfolk when we did that. That's the guy you saw, Mike. That's Chris okay. Ellis. You know, and those guys. I mean, they're killing. You know, we got the horn section that's going to be there. You know, for the CD release concert. You know, we got my background dancers that'll be there too, and a couple other special guests. So it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a really, really cool night, you know, on the 28th. If you, know, if you don't know, my um, city release concert is going to be March 28th at the Haytai Center in Durham. You can go to my website and look on the date where March 28th is, and that'll that's where it'll show you uh, all the details for that. You can get the tickets at org, or you can actually go to the Haytai Center and get the tickets. But it's going to be great. Tickets have been going fast, so I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I'm mad that it's on a Friday night. Marcus is also going to be at Spagatini's on Saturday, March 22nd. If you are in the mm-hmm. area, definitely go check him out um, there. I'm going to be there. I cannot wait to see you again performing live. I hope they, um, I hope they got tickets because I think the tickets are sold out now for that show. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. They can catch me in San Diego, though. I'll be in San Diego the next day. Okay. All right. So, um, anything else you want the listeners to know? Oh no! Just go to my website. Check out the new website. It's up now. You know, we got new photos that we upload, and I have, um, you know, videos on there. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You know, Manderson Sachs. That's my name on Instagram and Twitter. You know, stay updated. Support the March uh, March twenty fifth release of Style Me Substance. Support that, and my brother mm-hmm. has his album out. My I got a twin brother, he just dropped his album. Uh, actually, came out today, you know, released everywhere today on iTunes and Amazon. His name is Marcel Anderson, and I'll post something about it later on Facebook and Twitter. But go and check out his album. It's called It's called Still Living, and me and Nicholas Cole produced it. And um, he's a great lyricist, great songwriter, uh, great vocals, great everything. So you should definitely check it out and support it. We are talking to him on the 16th. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's going to be on on the 16th, so I can't wait to talk to him about that. Uh, Definitely. All right, so, Mike, do you have any more questions? Uh, Well, just a comment, maybe one question. A comment, like I said, the Margaret's will be here in the D.C. area as well, performing at the um, Lake Auburn Jazz Festival in the summertime. So I'll be here to see you as well. So, yeah, that's 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 a Mitchellville, right? Right, isn't yet Mitchell Vimron, so that's gonna be a hot one too. So I can't wait to see you there. And um the the um party, the last one of your last shows you did, you did that doing um you, you did like a broadcast and you and you charged with three dollars for the um the internet thing you did. Uh who how how did that go, Terry? The um you you, you broadcast I know you're talking the internet. About, that was right. uh, that was the Christmas concert that we did with this company. Right, that's right. Now will you be doing something like that in the future? Will you have a live show and try to do that via Internet where people can log in and, and see your uh, concert streaming? Yeah. Yeah, no, I will. I will try to do that. Um, that was a, a lot of work to put that together, and I got so much going on right now. I wasn't I wasn't able to put it together this time. So, mm-hmm. But I, in the future, I do want to do that again because there's some people that live, you know, across the country that may not can afford to pay to come see it, but then they can stay home 
and pay a small fee to see, you know, almost like pay-per-view to see the performance in the concert. Right. Yeah, so okay. that was great too, yeah. All right. So um, we said this to you last, when you and um, BK were on a few weeks ago, but I think it bears repeating that Mike and I, I mean, we practically – knew you at the beginning of your career. I mean, we just we just met you at the Capital Jazz Fest um, and where you were the winner there. And just to see how you have grown and where your career has come, how far you have come in your career. Um, I, for one, am very proud of you, Marcus, and I love you to death. And I'm so happy for you that things have, have cha- uh, turned out the way they have for you. Um, Thank so, you. So, you know. I just say you know, continue blessings for you, and I hope that, you know, this is what you've always dreamed of and that it continues to just bless you and you just continue to grow in it. Thank yeah. you. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, it's been, a, it's been a, a, a journey, you know. It's been a lot making it happen. You know, most people don't know, but they always assume and think I'm on a record label, but I'm not. I just kind of operate everything out of uh, out of my own business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to kind of learn a lot of the stuff from people I've um, worked with, you know, from Prince to, you know, Bob Baldwin to Dave Cos to Marcus Johnson, everybody's kind of all, all show me, you know, tricks of the trade or you should do it this way or you should try this. And even Michael LinkedIn gave me some, some great feedback on some stuff. So I'm always asking questions and trying to learn because as an independent, I think every artist can be basically an independent, especially in jazz, you know, not knocking record labels, but, you know, you don't always get the bang for your buck when you sign to a record label. And I just find it's more rewarding for me to remain uh, independent and push it myself. And it hasn't failed me yet, you know, knock on wood, to see uh, how far I can push it as an independent. Then if I need to go to a label, then I will, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think at this it's, point it's like you don't need to. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like Terry, my, you know, you, you my dude, every time I see you, you know, you always smile and always, we always have a good chat and talk and, you know, you, you know, I like to say, I love you to death, man, and like I said, uh, everything, man, that you've been doing, I've been so proud of you as well, man. I mean, you you like a, a little brother to me, man. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I got your back 100%, man. I mean, you just the stuff that you've been doing, every time Terry tells me you done done something, I said, damn, he done that too? <laughs> and and, and, I, and I, I mean, I started hating a little bit. A little bit of the hate come out of me a little bit, Marcus. I ain't going to lie, but you know I love you to death, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> so you might do. But you he hates you but, big uh, time. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Marcus look good that suit. You need that suit, Terry? I, I do be yeah. hating sometimes, Marcus. I ain't gonna lie. I be hating sometimes. <laughs> but no, but, you, know, but, but you my dude, though, man. I laid it down. You know, you and your whole team, you know, Steve Butler, you know, he hooks you up a lot with a lot of different games. I love that dude, too. All y'all, man. Because y'all some nice. And the thing I love about you, man, you so humble and you easy to talk mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you really kept it 100 since I've met you. You haven't gotten a big head. You haven't. You know, with all the things you're doing, you you've always been the same. You know, and I can't say that about a lot of other guys. You know, yeah, but yeah. I can definitely say that about Marcus Anderson, man. And I love you for that. Love you, Thanks, love man. You much. I try to remain definitely. the same. I mean, not not much has changed except for my 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 tolerance for ignorance. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> that's <about> it. <laughs> um, everything's pretty much the same. Oh, well, thank you again, Marcus, for letting us talk to you uh, about this new CD and uh, just, you know, keeping up with you in your career and catching up with you. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, you guys, for your continued support and having me on. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm really thankful for what you guys have done. I'm just I'm, I'm excited about the new album, but I'm more excited that you guys are helping people like me and keeping, you know, all the independents and the, even the main acts uh, going because, you know, the industry is changing and you guys are – you know, one of the uh, the driving forces to getting the music out there. So thank you so much, Terry. Thank you so much, Mike. Ah, our pleasure. Our pleasure. We yeah. love you. I get some rest because I know you're gonna hit the road pretty soon. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we got one more get day home rest. and get some work done. I'm leaving Thursday mm-hmm. for Boston. Yeah, and you, okay. you know, Terry, I'll, and, right. I'll, and I'm gonna say this because I told this to Marks before. He knows it. I told Marks that he's like an R&B star playing an instrument. That's that's what he's yeah. like. Okay? <laughs> He's like an R&B star with an instrument. I mean, that that brother, he's always going to go and, and doing his thing, man. So, yeah, definitely go get some rest, man. And I know you're going to be killing it in Hollywood or, or Tampa or somewhere, wherever you're going to be at. So I know you're going to be killing it. Man. Mm-hmm. All right, Marcus, I will see you on the 22nd. All right, see you on the 22nd, Terry. All right, you take care. All, All right, bro. All right, All bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. All right, that was Marcus Anderson. His new CD is called Style Meets Substance, and it is scheduled for release on March 25th. Visit his website, marcusandersonsax.com. 
com. He's on Twitter at Marcus Anderson Sachs, and follow him on Facebook as well. All right, Mike, we got less than a minute. Do you have anything to add? Nothing enough to add. I mean, like I said, that, the brother is bad. Like I said, you guys have to check him out when he, he's in your town. He puts on a phenomenal show, and like I said, it's, it's you know that's that's my dude. That's my dude. The only thing I want to do is be able to wear some of his clothes sometimes. He wears some nice <laughs> clothes. I just want to be able to fit his damn clothes. Okay. So, yeah, but, but check them out when it comes out there. Uh, all right. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Please visit our website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com and Mastermind-Entertainment.com. Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen and The Daily Grind. That's T-H-A Daily Grind.